Hi, I'm Suki. And I'm Claire. Welcome to Getting Psychic, where you can listen to us use ourselves to test the theory that anyone can get psychic. Good morning, Claire. Hi, Suki. How are you? I'm okay. It's cloudy. It's been cloudy for like three days. Yeah, it's gray and warm. Yeah, the gray part is always a, um, it's a psychological. Blanket. Yeah, that is the precursor to, like, here is your forthcoming doom (laughs) for the next six months. Oh, yeah. For those of you who live in the Middle West. You might be familiar with this sentiment. Um, can we pursue mm-hmm. my my fantasy of a hot, sexy, hilarious thirty minute episode? Oh my god, sure. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Let's try that. Just okay. to, just to put the pressure on. Great. Okay. I got some stuff. Okay. I I want to talk about witch stuff. Yeah. And I have me too. And I have something important to expose. Um <laughs> Claire's spontaneously holding up a witch magazine. Okay. This Eric Eric the other day came home from the jewels and said I got you a magazine. And in my mind, I'm like, okay, first of all, that's weird. He's never bought me a magazine from a store before. But also in my mind, I'm like, it's going to be like Us Weekly or something. Like, I don't, you know, like what magazine is he getting? Yeah, what do you buy from the grocery store? he the story of witches. That's so cute. I know. He was like, it was at the, it was at the drugstore. I'm like, that's that's very thoughtful. Okay. This is what I want to say about witches though. Yeah. Okay. I have never been attracted to or magnetized towards witchy stuff. And like, you know, all, I mean, like, I feel like you are, and like, there's a lot of women that I have known over the years that are like, I'm a witch or like whatever. And I'm just Mm -hmm. like, Oh, like it's just never remotely appealed to me. Like, like I was thinking about it the other day and I was like, if, if I had to choose, not like there's any universe in which this would occur, but it's, it's more like, I just feel like more of like an extraterrestrial than a witch. Does that make sense? Yes, it definitely does. Just in terms um, of like, I what think you so, resonate with. I think that when, well, when I talk about which or when I think about it and what it means and the fact that so many women right now are 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 identifying so much in that way yeah. it has to do with female self-empowerment and and like self-ownership and that's kind of it to me it's like your own power mm-hmm. whatever that means I mean like if you want to do spells dope yeah but like I hardly ever do witchcraft yeah I though i'm a witch so why female 
because we need it desperately. Right. Oh, I mean, absolutely. And also think about, but I just mean in terms of like, I mean, witches. yeah, that's, um, I mean, there are men, there are definitely men witches, but, um, it, the story of the witch is a female, um, based story, mostly because so many of the, there were so many issues with, um, like female caretakers, nurses, uh, midwives, um, and really anything with any self-empowerment and so much of the, um, the chasing down, capturing, killing of these women Mm -hmm. that were donned witches. Yeah. It was, um, due to, it was under the guise of the church. Yeah. Okay. So it's kind of cool because I'm, I'm, I've been thinking about this and I'm bringing it up right at like this turning point in my perception of the term witch Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. like anything I'm here to like let this stuff unfold and evolve and my friend sent me an image of this book called Psychic Witch that because of my previous not necessarily like lack of interest, but I would be more compelled to like pick up less witchy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I probably wouldn't have like chosen this book, but she sent it to me and she was like, this, this is incredible. Check it out. So it's actually by a dude, Matt mm-hmm. Oren. Um, it's oh, called yeah. Psychic Witch, a metaphysical guide to meditation, magic and manifestation. and it seems really, it's really cool, and it touches on all the topics that we always talk about, and it's orienting mm-hmm. the term witch for me in a new and much more accessible way, and it's really cool. And he talks about, well, of course, that we all have psychic abilities, and it's about the work. And he said this one thing that I thought was really beautiful, which was, you can be like an old um, expert witch casting the most elaborate spell with an air of going through the motions and you will be less powerful than someone that is just learning and lighting a single candle with intention. Mm-hmm. And he just talks about how much power there is in like focus and where you're focusing your energy and like being a student. And um, I clearly like, as all the books that I talk about just started it, but he (laughs) gives you like tons of exercises and I can't wait to dig in because it really, he's like, look at this, like a, it's basically like a psychic course. And I'm like, rad. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. My friend was like, um, this is working. She's done like a couple exercises and she was like, um, I'm psychic now. <laughs> this is, that's it's amazing. really fun. Like what? Go through one of the 
Like, well, what's the one, one I was just exercises? doing while I was waiting for you on the the platform was the the preliminary thing, and it was just to get your mind. You you just say like, um, when I finish counting back words from one hundred without letting anything else enter my mind, I will be in the alpha brainwave state. Before that, he breaks down all of the alpha, theta, you know, like all of the brain states and why and how they work and and where the psychic power lies. So that was that's just step number one. But anyway, so like I guess I I I bring it up because it's like I love having my mind changed and changing my mind. Yeah. Um, and I love like becoming open to new things that I was just kind of like whatever about. And so mm-hmm. here we are. Next time you see me, I'll have a cauldron. What else are you whatever what about? Whatever about sports. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I'm I'm not gonna do any work with that. I have no I have no need to change no. your mind about that. Even though I do like football. Guess what, guys? We're we're living hand to mouth. This recording is happening yeah. mere days before you hear it. Yeah. Oh, it are we releasing this on Halloween? Um yes. Ooh, we are. I think we talked about witches. Oh, that's very exciting. Yeah. So Halloween is really special. It is a great time to connect with your guides and ancestors because it is the day when the veil between the realms is the thinnest. Cool. And so the spirits can get closest to us. Okay. Is that an astrological thing or just like a metaphysical thing? No, it's a pagan thing. So um, Halloween, which the pagan holiday for it is called Samhain, and it's spelled S-A-M-H-A-I-N, Samhain. It's actually Samhain. The early literature says Samhain was marked by great gatherings and feasts and was when the ancient burial mounds were open, Mm. which were seen as portals to the other world. Some of the literature also associates Samhain with bonfires and sacrifices. The festival was not recorded in detail until the early modern era. It was when cattle were brought down from the summer pastures. There were, you know, slaughters. So, you know, I mean, this is another thing is all of the holidays they have to do with. Like markings of the seasons. It all has to do with like farming and everything. It's like, well, this is when we bring in the cattle and slaughter them for food. And we also open up crypts. So special bonfires were lit, which were deemed to have protective and cleansing powers. Like Beltane, which I believe is in the spring, Sowen was a liminal or threshold festival. When the boundary between this world and the other world thinned making contact with the Aussi spirits or fairies, more likely. Most scholars see them as remnants of pagan gods. 
at Sewen, they were appeased with offerings of food and drink to ensure the people and livestock survived the winter. The souls of dead kin were also thought to revisit their homes, seeking hospitality and a place to set a table for them during a meal. Mumming and guising were part of the festival from at least the early modern era, whereby people went door to door in costume, reciting verses in exchange for food. The costumes may have been a way of imitating or disguising one's oneself from the spirits. Divination was also a big part of the festival involved nuts and apples. Hmm. Nuts and apples. All right, so what, since now this is a Halloween episode, um, what's a good, do you have any ideas for like a good meditation for um, when the veil is thin? Yeah, I think it, uh, yeah, you know, not necessarily a meditation, but make an altar. Um, I think it would be a very good day to pull out photos of people in your life that have passed um, and, you know, put them, like, create a little space on a table and, you know, put them, put the photos on it, light some candles for them, maybe put their favorite food or drinks, Mm -hmm. shot of tequila, whatever they love, Um, some fresh flowers, um, anything that you think that they would enjoy and give gratitude for their energy in your life. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't even necessarily ask them for anything. Just be like, I yeah, love you. That's and beautiful. You. you know, that aligns with the awake dreamer book that I've, I'm almost done with it's getting better and better, but, uh, very scary. Too scary to read at nighttime. <laughs> oh, no kidding. Really? I'm not going near it then. I'm like a big, big, big baby. Okay. I mean, I do have to say there is... Like when Eric goes out of town, yeah. I create booby traps. For what? In case anyone, in case anyone gets in the house. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, this is not like... Okay, so this is, it's all about like dream stuff and psychic stuff and dreams and connecting with, you know, ancestors or whatever in your dreams. But there's one story I was reading at night in the bathtub about this like priest who, I don't know where this fits in the context of the book, but I can't get it out of my head. <laughs> uh, like anything with a priest, yeah, I'm no. like, I'm done. Um, it's going to be so scary. It's like, this priest in a dream sees basically um, a small man in the corner of his room and no. that looks like a marionette, which you may as well just kill me. Clown. Right there. He right. goes towards it. The problem here Clown is that puppet. like, in all of these dreams that she's describing, it's kind of like an overlay on reality. So he's like waking up in his actual room experiencing this and then waking up again kind of vibe um Mm. so he throws the 
little man up to the ceiling and it falls down and crawls under his bed. <laughs> Horrible. And I was Fuck like, this. I don't know the purpose of, of torturing me with this. So anyway, it's not good. And I told Robert about it and he's like, uh, clearly he just watched Poltergeist. And I'm like, I don't know, maybe Poltergeist was based on it. But anyway, so what am I getting at? Um, oh, in the book, she, Samantha Fay, talks about how praying and sending love to our loved ones in the spirit world is, is, can be so important and can really affect them, can affect their like soul's trajectory. And she talks mm. about how there can be, because, you know, time is completely irrelevant or completely different there. Or it just doesn't exist. Right. Sure. Whatever. All of the above. Um, they can be for years after they die in terms of our time span in a, in a place of reviewing their life and not settled into a place of calmness and light or something. So she was talking about that. Um, uh, a family member was like coming to this person in dreams and she just seemed distressed and distraught. And, and um, she was supported to like pray for that person and help them help them kind of like move like keep moving like basically she discovered over her course of her career that she has been really super important in helping people in this life and on the other side in her dream state like mm. she had this she was having this like repeated dream that she was like by a seaside cafe essentially like counseling all of these different people in their life stuff. And then when she started her podcast, she started getting letters from people that she had never met saying, I had this dream. We were at a cafe overlooking the ocean and you told me this. No kidding. Um, but I mean, I hear that all the time that people work on panels and they work as counselors and, you know, like, we don't have to be just um, working Here. in this realm. And I think it's really cool. I love that. Yeah, isn't it neat? But while I'm reading this book, a fun thing did happen. I was talking to this friend who I haven't seen in ages. Well, I wasn't talking to her. I had, after I read that scary part in the book, I had a dream about her and I was like, I mean, listening to other people's dreams is pretty boring, but whatever. I'm at this house party in the night and I'm walking up a hill and she walks down it past me and I'm like, oh, hey. And then suddenly I'm in a bathroom and there is a naked man in a wheelchair showering in the bathroom and I'm washing my hands. 
And she, this friend, comes and knocks on the door and I kind of open it. And she's like, what are you doing in there? And I was like, oh, this guy's taking a shower and I'm washing my hands. And she's like, are you guys like making out? And I was like, no, I'm just washing my hands. He's in the shower. And that's the, that was a dream. But so I messaged her yesterday. I was like, oh, I had this dream about you. And she said, oh, weird. Last night I had a dream about you. And you were just wearing these fake eyelashes, you know, whatever, seemingly inconsequential. But then after not, we haven't seen each other in like 10 months and we both dreamed about each other two days in a row. I was out to dinner last night and she walked in the door. That's wild. Yeah. And I mean, it's not like the hugest deal. You could totally just be like, oh, that's a fun coincidence. But I am also, of course, choosing to think that either, you know, we pulled each other into our energy net Uh or we dreamt about each other because we knew we were coming close to seeing each other. I love it. Either way. That's awesome. Either way. Have you okay? When was the last? Have, when was the last time you saw Poltergeist? I don't think I've ever officially watched it because I am way too afraid of that kind of thing. Okay, it is. When we were kids, it was terrifying. It is so not terrifying as a grown-up. It was made by Steven Spielberg. Really? Like, oh yeah, it's I guess not that's true. scary. It's, I mean, like, there are scary concepts, but as a kid, it was terrifying. But, like, Eric, I was like, we're going to watch Poltergeist. And Eric was like, dude, what are you talking about? You hate horror movies. I'm like, it's not scary, Eric. He's like, that was one of the scariest movies ever. I was like, you were a child. It's like going to a putt-putt, you know. <laughs> mini golf place and being like it was the most gargantuan mini golf place in the world and then you show up as an adult and you're like it's yeah one big room um so it's like that but seriously i highly suggest revisiting or you don't have to because you don't know but it's hilarious for anyone not visit it the first it's time so funny how how not scary it is oh my god at all this house is clear. No, hell no. Not touching it. I Yeah, I can't bring anything to the table on this spooky Halloween episode because... It's I not void. It's a celebration. It's just become a spooky thing because people like it. I always really, really want to be able to enjoy scary movies like I constantly try I will be like let's try a scary movie because I really want to and then I will get about 10 minutes in and be like I can't do it (laughs) and turn it off (laughs) Eric really appreciates that I try but he's like there is no way that you're going to be able to do this no but I, I I I try and then Here's the one way I, so I have watched some scary movies 
and the way that I, because they, there are really good horror movies, like really great ones. And like, I really wanted to be able to see The Shining. It's a great movie. And I'm like, I want to be I able can to watch, watch this. So basically, I ha- you can? Yeah. You can watch that and you're worried about Poltergeist? Because that shit is scary. I like Shelley Duvall. Yeah, that is a terrifying movie. Maybe I haven't watched it in its entirety. It's psychologically terrifying. Okay. Red Rum? Uh-huh. No, there's a whole bunch of fucked up scary shit in that movie. If you can watch that, please go watch Poltergeist. Like, it is no big deal. <laughs> but, like, the way I had to do it is I had to watch it during the day with someone else there twice in a row. Why are you trying to, like... <laughs> Because I want to be able to, because there are, I, I really like movies. I love movies. I think I love stories and picture stories. That's what movies are. <laughs> and so um, I, <laughs> that's movies. So I, and there are a lot of scary movies that I know are like great movies and that people will talk about with like, oh my God, this was so amazing. And I'm like, I'm so mad. I can't okay, watch so this it. This is really just a case of FOMO that you're trying to torture yourself through. No, I want to experience the amazing movie. Mm-hmm. And I figured out how to absorb it without it terrifying me. Got it. Well, let me know. Which is daytime twice in a row. I, already I have did. too many, um, I did it. you know, slightly scary books that I need to get through. So I, I can't, I can't bother with scary movies. I loved reading Stephen King when I was a kid. Really? I loved it. Oh my God. Pet Cemetery was one of my favorite books. Yeah. Never touched it. Yeah. Oh yeah. It would scare uh-huh. the shit out of you. What's going on? Since we're actually, for the first time, close to the time when we're releasing an episode, like, what's going on with... I'm just watching a Dalmatian walk down the street. Are Dalmatians back? They were out of they were out of style for a while. And now I keep seeing them. I feel like they still should be. <laughs> Leave them in the 80s. Leave them in the anyway. Um, so like anything interlogically, anything interesting astrologically going on, my astrologer friend. Well, we just got into Scorpio season, which is always a great time for exploring your depth into the darkness of your soul. Well, Scorpio is all about transformation and all about being comfortable and willing to travel into darker realms of your existence with your light and then exposing them Mm. to yourself it's weird i mean it's you know in in pop astrology it you know becomes all like sexual and deathy because of the house that it's connected to which is the eighth house 
but it I it always annoys me. That, what is it? Is the eighth house like sexual and deathy or the eighth house? I mean, like the eighth house. So the seventh house is the house of relationships. Mm-hmm. The eighth house is the house of what you create with those relationships. So it can be that a house of sex that you have with your partner. Mm-hmm. Um, and it can be the house of what you inherit. So, you know, death. Okay. It, I mean, like, it's a real stretch in my mind to make it like, ooh, it's the sex and death house. I'm like, it's wills and what you create with your partner, which it hopefully is great sex. <laughs> But it's not like banging. It's not being slutty and awesome. It that's down in the fifth house, creativity oh. and children. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. The slutty and awesome house. So okay, so like slutty and awesome house. Is there like you know? Is there like a um when we're in certain seasons or under certain ruling planets? Spells. What did you say? Oh, uh huh spells <laughs> back to the rich thing um mm-hmm. no is there a certain um mindset or approach to certain areas of our life that we could think about exploring or like you know like mm. how does one mm-hmm. use mm-hmm. astrology in you know in a supportive way in my chart scorpio is the 10th house. So the sun is lighting up my 10th house right now. That's the house of career. So in a way, I I mean, like I could, you know, put an emphasis Mm -hmm. on this, but I would look at, you know, are there any planets in my 10th house or my fourth house, which is the one that's across from my 10th house? Or, you know, is there any connecting into what is being Mm -hmm. lit up by the sun right now? The moon moves so fast through the signs that it's a little too quick to resonate with, in my opinion. I can't, I can't resonate with the energy of the needle or of the transiting moon. Yeah, I think that, you know, being aware, like we all have every sign in our chart. And so... The planet also that rules that sign. So Mars rules Scorpio. All of the planets and luminaries, sun and moon, rule the signs. And so you think about Scorpio, where is that in your chart? What house is that? What is that house? Scorpio's. Scorpio's in my second house. What is that? It's your second house. So your second house is your stuff. The things that you create for yourself. Mm -hmm. Uh, The things that are yours. Using the solar energy that is lighting that up, digging in deeper. And then where is Mars in your chart? In my 10th house which is your house of career. So that makes amazing. I mean, that's great. So the 
Mars in your career house is activating so that you receive in your second house. Sweet. Totally. That works out for you. Uh, Interestingly enough, I'm closing on an SBA loan that I have been trying to acquire for a year on Monday. No shit. That is great. Thank you, moon and stars. Total great astrological timing. So wait, so we're talking about like Scorpio because it's Scorpio. It's like season, season, right? Like the sun, the sun is in Scorpio right now and it will be for the next like 28. Okay. So then when you were talking about the moon transiting too fast, like what were you, what did you mean? So the moon, the moon changes sign every two and a half days. Right. So it does the entire zodiac in a month. The sun does one sign in a month. Okay. Maybe someday I'll understand something about astrology. The moon will be in every single sign once a month. And when it is in the same sign as the sun, that creates a new moon. Oh. And when okay. it is in the opposite sign of the sun, that creates the full moon. Oh, so this week, yeah. Okay. So that, um, it's not to. I don't think it's. Is it tomorrow or is it tomorrow? It is. It is. Yeah. So it's with the full moon. Is the eclipse, um, and that I absolutely cannot explain what happens, like what an eclipse actually is. Okay. But um, the energy is far more. It's like take a full moon and then like amplify it by. So everyone's going to be fucking crazy it's, tomorrow. It's a very intense energy. So like, don't they say not to do, don't do rituals and don't manifest? No, you can do rituals. You don't manifest. Why do? You, why and the that? reason is because the cycle of the eclipse is 17 years like for that for the taurus scorpio eclipse will will not happen again for 17 years so it's like if you manifest wealth it'll happen in 17 years in 17 years right because when we manifest with the moon it has to do with the lunar cycle the lunar cycle is very fast unless it's eclipsed And then it's not. I see. Okay, that's cool. But but doing rituals is great. Creating gratitude and not necessarily manifesting, but clearing energy. Okay, cool. Yeah, real good thing to do. I know. I I saw some like I was running through a grocery store this morning to get one thing really quick, and I saw sage and i was like oh i could use that but i was like this seems really weird buying this from the grocery store it's like everywhere now it's so weird i know but what are your thoughts on that does it make a difference i mean it might not smell great like i have some sage i bought from some crappy store right it was like literally a dollar store and i 
burned it. I burned it the other day because I smelled a spirit in the house. How are you waiting for um, now to tell me that? And I was like, no. Because really I just remembered. I totally forgot. And so I pulled out the sage and I was like, oh, this smells oh almost God. as Did bad you get rid as of it, the though? spirit. Um, I've been smelling so yeah. much strong stuff lately, too. Just like walking through little clouds of perfume or like just weird smells. Yes absolutely and no one's around from, it's like what i realized because every once in a while i'll just randomly smell ammonia yeah and i'm like what is huh but it and then i remembered patty when we interviewed patty she talked about cat it smelling like cat pee and i'm like ammonia yeah and i was like oh because the other day i got in the car and i'm like Eric did it at his work. There's like a lot of stray cats around uh-huh. and one of his coworkers like feeds them. I'm like, these are feral beasts. Like leave them alone. Um, and I'm like, did one of the cats get in the car and pee in it? Because why does it smell like ammonia? But I actually think there was a spirit in there. Yeah. Just like hanging out in the car. I'm like, it was like a couple days. And there's like nothing in the car. I'm like, what is that? And then it was gone. And then, so then all of a sudden, yeah. And then, and then it was gone. And then the other day I like turned a corner and I like got hit by it. And I was like, nope. Yeah. Wow. So I don't know if it just like came up with us. Okay. That reminds me, you know how some people we talk to seem to not believe in ghosts. Will not believe in ghosts or not believe in like um the polarity of like lightness and darkness that exists everywhere. And some people do. Like some people are like, yeah, there's there is dark shit in every realm and there's beautiful stuff too. Um I just wanna say that that resonates so much more to me than than just the you know oh no the other side is all all love and light like I mean I think probably like a layer of it is but I it does resonate with me that there is interdimensional uh turmoil yeah things of dark and light of every dimension I I know that I have never, when I've been in the records or talked to guides, I never experienced anything negative. Yeah, but that doesn't mean like that... Like, even when they're telling... There isn't, right. But I also... I mean, yeah, it's true. I um, I also just never want to call it anything negative. I right, guess. but also, like, don't that you set the intention that you're not going to access that i guess so i mean when i am saying the prayer that i say it is with the intention of healing and love and um yeah like only information for the highest and greatest good of the participant true that's correct well claire try to go in there without doing that and see what happens no thanks (laughs) nope no No, thank you i say that as just a 
instinctual response. I don't want to experience <laughs> any of it, frankly. Experience it. No. I I mean, I think it's weird to think about, I mean, God, we, we don't know anything, you know? It's like, I don't know shit. I'm like, but yeah, energy is energy. Like, energy can have stories and emotion attached to it. Yeah. That's what keeps it around. All right, I gotta call it quits. Okay, bye. I love you. Love you too. Happy Halloween, everyone. Happy Halloween. Oh, so t- have a great night. So on the day that this is releasing, I am flying away to Italy. Oh, yeah. So we can have a great time. Record. Are we going to record back. from Italy? But I'm going to go hang out with my sister oh. outside yeah. a monastery. And I hopefully Dope. have a lot of weird shit to report back. Yeah, it sounds awesome. We're going to go meet St. Francis of Assisi. Oh, that's so amazing. See what's up. Yeah. That's dope. Tell him I say hi. Will do. 10 4. Bye, Sookie. Bye. Let's keep it sexy and fast. <laughs> that was long and not sexy. Better luck next time. Wonk, wonk, wonk. Next time will be short and sweet. Mm hmm. I'm okay, sure have a beautiful will. day. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's conversation as much as we did. Be sure to subscribe and follow us wherever you get your podcast so that you never miss a new episode. If you liked today's episode, please consider leaving a review to help the other psychics find their way here.